Hey everyone, it's Teresa Judice, and I'm so excited to announce that Namaste Bitches are going on tour. What, what? Oh my gosh, Teresa and Melissa Feaster, that's me. We are bringing the party to Fillmore Silver Springs on Friday, November 11th. So get your tickets now at LiveNation.com. It's the Namaste Bitches live and in person in D.C. How dope is that? We can't wait to see you. Namaste Bitches live in D.C. Get your tickets now at LiveNation.com. Hey guys, so welcome back to Wild and Basic. So today we're going to be talking about the topic that I feel like from the sound of it, it's going to sound pessimistic and like a negative way, but I promise you there is some positive note to it. Uh, we're going to be talking about how to prepare for the worst. Uh, I know, again, this sounds very pessimistic, but hear me out for the entire episode because I really want to just put it out there and I feel like there's so much positive that could come out of it if you actually plan for it. And I feel like sometimes um, we don't see that in that way because I feel like there are sometimes a lot of good things that can come out of bad things and we just don't have to see it that way. And that's what we're going to talk about, planning for the worst. Um as a topic, uh, but before that, let me go give you guys like a little bit of update. There's a big update <laughs> that I will give you guys probably not this week, not next week, maybe in a few weeks. I hope when I'm ready. Uh, but now I want to mention what happened last week. So, last week was actually a very busy week for me. Uh, there because the fashion week ended and like there were like a bunch of events that was happening, as I also talked about fashion week. Uh, so there was like event that I went to, it was like a lunch from Inhealist. If you guys are not familiar with that brand, they're like really cool brand that's actually based in uh, London and they make really cool products at an affordable price. Not sp- sponsored or anything, but I always wanted to try this brand because if you guys are like ever like watch skincare videos, I'm sure you guys came across Hiram, skincare by Hiram. They work with him and I always wanted to try their product. They invited me. They were super nice. Honestly, I didn't realize like how nice British people are <laughs> because, you know, I am always like, you know, like trying to keep boundaries and like be like, you know, just, uh, you know, shake hands or something like that. But they were so friendly. <laughs> they like hugged me and everything. I met both founders. They're, um, pair couple it's so cool i love when there's like a business that's not just like a big corporation i mean it could be but they're also founders like they're a family or they're doing it together that's just i don't know so inspiring (laughs) i love it i think that's something i would want to do in the future um i don't know just like having a business with the family or uh i don't know like i know sometimes it's not a good idea to have these relationships intertwined you know like either your significant other or your friend or your family but I feel like sometimes it's also like kind of cool if you really trust that person or you think that your ideas together could really work and that's what I saw in those uh like 
Inkilis founders. I just forgot their name. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but yeah, if you look them up, uh, they're such an amazing couple. They were so friendly and they're so passionate about products. And it was really fun to go to that. And it was in the morning and they really, <laughs> really cheered me up. Then afterwards, I went to this event at Color Factory. This is another place I would recommend going. I was more expecting more networking. It was less networking, more fun, but still good. Wouldn't complain. But the whole place is like an exhibit. It's all about the colors and like the experiences and like all about Instagram. But one thing I would say though, and I'm not saying this in a bad way at all. I promise you that because it's still a good experience and would 100% recommend it to anyone. But I would just say like, do you guys remember the time that, you know, when Instagram was the shit you know it was the place you know you were all about like oh my god i want to take like really really good pictures i want to take like really this aesthetic picture about like you know the pink background or this you know like there was that era now i just feel like that's what this color factor remind me of more like 2019 <laughs> when instagram was still like the hot app but now you're just like yeah i mean it's kind of fun because I, like people were trying some of them or like trying to get pictures but i'm like what am I going to post it as? And like, how am I going to put it in there? Like, it just didn't feel like I could resonate with. Maybe if I made like funny video, that could have uh, I that could have resonated with me more. But it just didn't feel like it's something that I was like, oh, okay. Like, it's fun to go through the experience. But like, they were saying, like, oh, you can take pictures and everything. And they're photographers. But I'm like, even if I got the pictures, it's like, am I going to post it? <laughs> I'm not sure. Maybe I'll post it as like a photo dump to say like, people go see it but I don't think I will post that one picture and be like oh I was at the color factory I feel like yeah in 2019 you could do that and you will get like a lot of engagement but I feel like nowadays nobody cares <laughs> literally nobody cares again I'm not saying this in a bad way at all because it's such a cool place still would 100% recommend it but I feel like it's not like what it used to be and you're not gonna be like oh my god getting like millions like a lot of likes just to post like a picture with the balloons and like is the colors again very aesthetically pleasing but i feel like that period has passed so i wonder how it does but i feel like it's kind of fun with the kids and everything because i did see a few kids from media like i think they were their kids like the journals kids or something uh, but yeah that was really really fun and the last event it was with anisa beauty so i actually um like worked with this br uh, brand before nothing paid but it was more like a collaboration and stuff but i still admired them so much because it's vegan brushes and everything and i admired the uh, founder uh so i finally met them because they're based in atlanta so they were doing an event at the allure store i feel like at this point i should move into the store <laughs> because i've been to this allure store maybe like at least six times now because I was there with Curology. I was there with, I don't know, another brand, like with Babor. And I was there another time. I forgot which brand was it, but it was another brand. <laughs> now it's like uh, with Anissa. So I think it's like, I mean, it's, it's been like a fun place for me. I would say that definitely uh, Allure is doing such a great job. And I'm glad like they um, kept that store because it's really cool to cool for public too like if you want to experience products and get products but also good for a uh, press influencers to like get together to celebrate lunches and stuff 
and that was really really fun and i get to meet people and i get to meet certain people that like you know like you have been dming or like commenting like a lot of the times i have done this anisa beauty because they have commented on my videos and stuff and like i finally met the social media girl and it was really fun like i think that's one of the greatest thing i like about like these events and stuff yeah there's alcohol there's like stuff to do and like get stuff obviously for sure you know some people are just sometimes just there for swags again don't judge you do you but like i am so excited to be like partnering with brands and like connecting with people making connections and i think that's the biggest thing for me uh to get out of these events and i really appreciate that and i love hearing people's stories because they also talked about their brand stories and like how they built a brand because it wasn't just anisa beauty it was uh two other brands too for their founders so i think it was really good to hear how they built their business in the beauty which is such a saturated market um would definitely recommend to just put yourself out there especially if you want to build your career and you also never know who you're going to meet and i'm you know i'm very very grateful that i have these opportunities anyway so that was a bit long update but now let's get on to today's episode i feel like we are always taught that you know if you want to reach your goals or if you want to achieve whatever you want in life you should have like belief that you know you're going to achieve that but also you should have a positive attitude um that's not to say it's wrong but i feel like if you know anything about life or if that's something that i've learned um my time i don't know being in life being born that you can never expect that things will go smoothly it just doesn't work like that think about it like a this is such a bad metaphor i need to stop think about it like a stock market you know like you can never it's not like linear that like you're gonna expect that it's gonna keep going up and up and up it could but there's also chance that there's going to be unexpected economy like we are having right now everything is down and that's like the life is sometimes like you can be so high in your career, life, relationships, stuff like that, literally overnight, everything could change. And that's not, I'm trying to say to scare people because I know how it sounds and I know how negative it could sound, but I'm trying to say that like, because of these issues, because of this possible things, you need to have some sort of a preparation for the worst. For the worst. I'm not saying worth. <laughs> worst. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm losing myself. Preparing for the worst. Because I think there's going to be bumps on the road, obstacles, interruptions. They could happen uh, that could, you know, delay us from our goals or from what we are expecting. You know, it's very hard to believe sometimes that, like, you know, things just go the wrong way. Like, it's hard to imagine it, but it could happen. And for that reason, you have to have some sort of a plan uh, in place for things that you could expect. But the reason I'm saying this, and that's why I'm trying to turn into a positive note, is that like you shouldn't just be like looking over your shoulder all the time and expecting that something bad is about to happen. Because that's not what I'm saying, and I feel like that is really, really unhealthy because it will lead to depression or anxiety and more. Honestly, like I know thinking about the future sometimes it leads to anxiety, but that's not what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is that like you should have some sort of backup plan or plans in case things go wrong in like with an equation of math i guess you could say you should have 80 percent of positive energy 
maybe 20% uh, you could have the worries and like the things that you could plan for the worst. I mean, for the worst. I don't know why I'm saying worst. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Anyways, ignore that. So I feel like you shouldn't like manifest that like they should like there's going to be like obstacles and stuff, but you can have some preparation for the worst. And for this, I feel like it sometimes also gives you this like positive uh, influence that you know you are covered in case things go south. Because, you know, when you have everything going so well in life, good career, boyfriend, family, all these things, you have everything essentially. Maybe not you are where you you want to be, but you still have everything and it's kind of like you're content with life. But there could be one of these things could change, you know, like, uh, but if you have some sort of a backup or some sort of a plan for it, worst case scenario, you're still okay for a while. You can never be fully okay. Let's be honest with that. Doesn't matter what it will happen, but it's good to have that backup plan in, uh, in place. And I think misconceptions uh, around preparing are like, this is where I'm trying to get at is like people think that like, oh my God, it's so easy to have misconceptions and like think about like, oh my God, what's going to lurk behind that and what's going to happen. But it's important to have some sort of a smart like plans for those worst case scenarios, either illness or like the money issue, changing a career. Because I think sometimes we think so much about the end result, like, you know, what our career would be, what our future would be in life. Uh, We don't think about the journey along the way. And sometimes this journey can be, you know, not all positive. And that's what I was trying to say is like, I feel like sometimes, yeah, you could get something good out of the positive experience too. But one of the best experiences or the best lessons we get in life is some of the bad experiences, like the worst experiences. And that's why sometimes like having these setbacks and failures can really teach us so many things and we can really, really be good in the long run. And that could really uh, benefit us in the, you know, in the future for our goals or whatever we want to accomplish so now thinking about the goals and that so everyone has different dreams different goals you know some has like uh, I don't know they want to quit their job or they want to move to another country Uh, they want to I don't know have a kid I don't know there's different plans so I feel like obviously I feel like there could be so many like goals but I feel like at least narrow them down in the importance for you like what's the most important one then you can step it down like you know first second third and obviously you cannot have uh have I don't know like plans for each scenarios but at least if you have plans for one or two that's still good enough because Again, think of this like another thing is like insurance. You know, we get uh, insurance for ourselves or for our car or for home. Yeah, for car, it's definitely required. For home, I'm not sure because I'm not a homeowner, but maybe it is also required. So don't call me on that. But what I'm trying to say is like you don't get it because you know something is bad going to happen. You get it because likelihood of something happening is very low, but it could happen. But worst case scenario, so you're like covered. And that's the that's what it, this what I'm trying to say is like essentially preparing for the worst is essentially your insurance. 
you're having you're essentially putting this like paying for this insurance and hopefully one day this will pay off and having all these possible scenarios in your head is potential uh, what is it um policy that you see in your insurance deductible and everything i know this is such a terrible metaphor i'm so sorry but essentially you are putting money for this on the side you know how you pay for insurance every month or yearly or six months you put money aside for this purpose depending on it's an i don't know you want to buy a new car you want to buy a house or you want to i don't know change your career but you have to save money for it because you you know you don't know how things will be it could be big or you want to start a new business doesn't matter what business it is i assure you you should always save money for the business even the most businesses that people say that like oh my god like um you know you can start with anything I guess to an extent, and we can definitely get so much more detail into it, I promise you that, but it's always good to have some money saved and even better to like have that money saved, but also invest some of it too. So like, I guess one day you can access it and like really use it. Again, the investing is so bad these days. Like even if you invest, like things go down so bad, but people also say that it's a good time to invest. I am sidetracked, but I just wanted to put it out there to you know give you guys some tips again not a financial advisor but i just feel like it's a good time to invest because things are so down so that is one thing so other thing i want to mention is that like you always have to remember that preparing for the worst does not necessarily mean that you are like expecting less from people or less in life i assure you that is not the case I feel like it's almost more realistic because don't get me wrong. Like people always say these things and like, especially like sometimes like older generation. And again, there's nothing wrong with that, but I feel like it is so different comparing to the older generation and versus our generation or probably the generation that's going to come after us, which is like, I think it's called alpha. I don't know what it is. Um, They're too young, but still, (laughs) I'm sure it's going to be so different that like, you cannot always have this butterflies and like rainbows. Like I have to be honest, like sometimes like I love my dad. Don't get me wrong. I love him. Absolutely. But I feel like he had very different experience versus me. Like, I feel like even for someone who are in their for maybe towards their forties or fifties, they definitely have even more different, way more different experience than me because I feel like, Back in the day, I guess I'm trying to say it, like it was so much easier for them to get a job, get a house, like, I don't know, live a decent life. I just feel like in our generation and not even just like, again, uh, that's our generation, but also like let's not even uh, think about the pandemic or the economic crisis that we are having, because I'm pretty sure there was some sort of a crisis back in 2000 sometime. So 2008, I don't know what it was. I, I was not old enough to remember, <laughs> but I'm trying to say that like there was some sort of crisis, obviously for sure. But I feel like things, like even ignoring those facts, things have been not so great. People are, you know, getting a bachelor's degree like they just buy a coffee from Starbucks. Not to say it's bad. I'm just saying like it's just become so basic that people just you know, get an education from anywhere. Or now even master's degree has become so common that like even like very elementary job, entry-level job, I mean, they expect master's degree and like 
how much that costs to even get that. So I'm just saying, I feel like you can never, like you can always expect that like, yeah, you're going to have a job, you're going to like go to high school. From high school, you will graduate and go to college. And after college, you will probably find a job. Or if you don't find a job, you're going to like work for, like do an internship or something. Then, you know, you do your master's. Then you're going to find like really, really high paid job. A newsflash, yeah, it could potentially happen. I feel like in today's economy or in today's world, not even economy, I mean, there's a high chance that might not happen. Let me tell you guys, my initial plan for my career, like I told this, I feel like I have said this to many media companies or agencies because I have got interviews, you know, talking about like how I was making the career. I was told them, like I was like, I had no idea that this could be a career for me. I always thought of it as like, oh my God, it's a backup. It makes extra money. Why not, right? Like I was 22, no, what, how old was I? I was 22, 23. I was like, oh my God, like I really need extra money because my I had the un, unpaid internship and I didn't know what I was doing. Like, I mean, I loved the internship, but I knew that like that might not go anywhere. So I needed some sort of a backup plan something that generates money for me because I didn't want to keep ask asking money from uh, parents or from like I don't know like my aunt all the time like oh my god I really need money for food I really need money for this like I felt so bad and not to say like this is wrong to ask for help there's nothing wrong with that especially when you you know you're really trying like I was trying at the time yeah it was unpaid internship but I was really trying but I'm just saying like you can like and my plan was like oh my god after this internship they're gonna give me a job i can't believe back in the day (laughs) i was not like this dumb but i was like this naive to think that like oh my god this company that i have spent three to four months for interning and they really made me believe i swear to god they really made me believe that like they're gonna hire me I knew it wasn't going to like a high paid job, but I thought like, it was like, oh my God, at least there will be some money coming. But they were like, no, we, we cannot hire you. Like we really like what you do because it wasn't even about my performance, but it was more like, oh, like I, like we don't have the budget. Like we, we barely even pay the people <laughs> that we have here. They didn't say that, but that's what it looked like. Uh, and at that time, like I didn't have a backup. I am being serious, guys. Like, I legit had no backup. Yeah, I was using social media and stuff, but I was never using it for business, and I didn't think that I would use it for business. I loved social media, and I was still posting it, but it was definitely fun. Like, I think people nowadays, they post it for fun, but they almost make it seem like they're getting paid to have fun. Like, such a weird scenario, but that's something else to talk about. But I'm just saying, I had no backup plan, and that was awful. Like, it was such a bad time for me because I was so lost I was like oh my god the internship is over I don't know what am I gonna do with my life I was trying to apply for jobs and everything and like it was very hard and I think that's when I discovered Instagram and I was like oh my god I can post my work there because I was trying to freelance and don't get me wrong I was still getting interviews and stuff but like budget and everything and there's so much competition in New York I have to be honest like this everything not even just job is like even if you have maybe one flaw or not even a flaw, even if you're a bit overqualified and someone else is like gives accepts for the low offer, they would immediately say yes to that person, even if they are not even good. Like it's just, again, I might be out of the industry from this world a while (laughs) because it's been a while. It's been at this like six, seven years, but I'm just saying like, it's been 
it's it's very tough. Like it's like there's at least like fifty uh, candidates like right behind you, even if you are like super qualified. So I'm saying I had, I had no plan, and I was like just stuck there, depressed and like confused, and I was like, oh my god, what am I gonna do with my life? And it was it was very tough. I would not recommend it. But I feel like this is the reason I even want to talk about this episode to put it in a like positive perspective that like. Not to say that like this bad thing is going to happen, but it is important to be prepared for it. Again, I feel like one thing I want to end it on that note is that like you can never be fully prepared for things. Even if you make all these scenarios in your head, you have the money or you have this backup plan just in case things go south. In reality, things just turn out so differently, guys. I'm saying this from an experience is like sometimes I really wish because as a Virgo or I don't know as an overthinker I think of all the potential scenarios that could potentially happen with me in my case about every single thing in my life yes I thought about it and I have those scenarios in my head but I I always assume that I hope it doesn't happen but when it does happen I wish that like I am prepared for it. Like I'm not surprised to it. Again, you know when people say like, oh, I'm blindsided. I'm never blindsided in life. <laughs> but unless like someone didn't really, really tell me. But nine out of 10 is like, I, I, I like in reality, it hits so different. You can never be like, oh my God, like I am so prepared for this. It definitely f- feels so different. It hits so different. And that's just kind of a reality of life, I guess. Like, you know, like, you know, those obstacles, like you never expect them sometimes, even if you have those scenarios in your head, you know, like, uh, just like I mentioned, like from the very beginning of the episode, like it's like an insurance for your life, you know, like in case you get your, your car gets stolen or gets totaled because of the, I mean, accident or like there's a robbery in your house or something. Yeah. In theory, you could be like, yeah, this could happen. And that's why you got the insurance. But like that process of happening and that feeling and that the trauma or whatever you're going through, you can never prepare for that. I have to be super, super honest. And that is something I feel like you can never be fully, fully prepared. And that's why I want to end it in a note that like, you cannot be prepared. You cannot be prepared for those emotions, but you can be prepared from practical perspective that like, oh my God, I have insurance. I have money for this. So I don't have to worry about it. But emotions wise or how that's going to affect you, you can think of the scenarios in your head, but that's never going to fully prepare you. And that just, I guess, it is what it is point. And that's why I want to end it on that note. I hope this episode was somewhat useful. <laughs> I rambled a little bit, but this is one of the topics that I really wanted to put it out there. And I hope it will help some of you guys. Uh, if you do like this episode, please don't forget to rate us on Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. And I'll see you guys next week with another episode. Bye, guys. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the Sleep Number Bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my Sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples... 
Temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 smart bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 special edition smart bed. Plus special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.